Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello. Hi, John. How's it going? Good. How you doing, brother? Not too bad. Well, great to hear another great skillet record, and in particular, um, focusing in specifically on Refuge just for today's conversation. Uh, love, of course, the worshipful and, of course, very biblical word that you've kind of chosen to center around. And um, as you might imagine, I've done a Bible study on the word refuge. There were about 20 different passages that jumped out at me, and I have four specifically I'd love to zero in on. But I'd love to hear from your perspective the uh, songwriting story and kind of what that message of that song means to you personally. Well, that's really nice. Thank you so much, man. Um, and yes, I can't imagine <clears throat> that you've uh, done your homework. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to take you off speaker because I'm sure it sounds kind of weird. I was walking up from the studio. Let me take this off. There we go. It probably sounds a little better too. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, there's a, a scripture, one of the first scriptures I ever memorized when I was a kid, um, you know, that the Lord is my refuge, ain't always present in my times of trouble. Um, I love that passage of scripture because it's just so simple and it doesn't take, um, you don't have to know a lot about Bible theology and you don't have to know a lot about, you know, uh, philosophy and, and it, no matter your circumstance, God is a refuge. And I think that that is just beautiful. And I, I wrote, I used that passage of scripture in the first chapter of my, the book that I wrote as well, because it was always impactful to me ever since I, I mean, I, I was probably four or five years old when I memorized the scripture with my mom. Even as a five-year-old, I understood what that meant. And, and I think one of the things I would kind of like to get across in the song is, is that having a refuge kind of, even as a kid, I understood this. It kind of uh, it was intonates that things aren't always going to be good, you know, uh, otherwise you don't need a refuge, you know, <laughs> it's like, you don't, you don't need a hiding place if everything's going to be, there's, you know, that kind of stuff. Yes. I always understood we're going to have times of trouble. We're going to have some shaky times. Things might get really bad, but that whatever may come, it's okay. Cause God is my, God is my refuge. You're not guaranteed the outcome you want, but, but he, he will keep you safe. It's just such a simple message, but it's lasted with me ever since I was, you know, small. That's awesome. Well, of course, that was the first uh, passage I had. And it's been, a to quote one of our prior song conversations, an anchor uh, passage. Um, and I think there are some interesting parallels to the song anchor, which we talked about, and this song. But there's definitely a different connotation to me about that word refuge specifically because it is something you have to basically choose um in my opinion mm. uh and i think biblically there's several kind of like in a way uh i think it addresses the will that goes with the grace and mercy of god in that some people don't choose to take refuge in him or in his mm. word and others like you and i do and in a way i think that is almost in a lot of ways, what dominion is actually about is about about choice and who are you choosing to serve and who are you allowing um, to rule. And so beyond the Psalm 91 refuge, um, refuge reference, I have also 
Proverbs 30, verse 5. And anytime you quote Proverbs, that's great because it's the book of wisdom. And it just says, every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. I mm. love the opening of that. Every word of God is flawless. And you and I can circle wow, back. Great. We can circle back to that in a second. And then I like the next one, Psalm 59, 16, which says, but I will sing of your strength. In the morning, I will sing of your love, for you are my fortress, my refuge in times of trouble. Again, a choice to decide he is our refuge, you know, and we're going to rejoice in that fact by singing, which of course I think is appropriate for this song. And then this is my favorite one. I can't get enough of it. I can't get enough of this one. And I feel like we could have the whole conversation around this one. This is Psalm 118, verse 8, and it says, It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. And I would say <laughs> I would say that pretty much sums up uh, what this whole record is about. So I'd love to hear from your perspective, your your reactions, you know, to those other three passages I just read you. <laughs> it's really funny how I, you know, I mean, gosh, I've read the read the book of Proverbs and Psalms. I don't know how many times, but how when I hear things like that, I'm like, how come I'm hearing this and it's like the first time I've ever heard it? You, you know. <laughs> Like how many times have I read that Psalm and it never hit me? Like just, he, there's just so much good stuff in Psalms and Proverbs. And it's like the first time I ever heard it. I love that. And I love what you're saying about the choice because, you know, it, it, that is true. I mean, po the problem for all of us, every one of us, since Adam and Eve, is that we all just run to the wrong kind of refuge you know, it's like we, we, we run to places that don't keep you safe. And then mm. the, that's when the choice comes in. Are you going to run to the one you say, or are you going to run to something you think is going to keep you safe, but actually just puts you even in, in even more harm, you know, be like a thunderstorm and you decide to run under the, the metal building <laughs> or whatever, yeah, right. you know? Uh, <laughs> um, and so I think that that is really great. Um, what what you just said there and i love of course i love the it's better to trust in him than to trust in, in men because you know like there there's some lines in the song like the one that says uh it says um it's getting harder to say i'm undefeated uh mm. and i remember you know when i wrote that you know it was just like i don't know the, the lyric just kind of came out it was almost like the lyric came out and i didn't quite think about it deeply and then it's like it's kind of hard to explain when you're writing a song. Sometimes it can be like that, that it, it came out, it just sounded right, and then you thought about it, and then you have that aha moment, and that's what it was like. Because usually in my songs, as you know, I'm usually writing songs that say, I am undefeated. It's not like me right. to say, man, that's getting, it's hard to say today. But, um, but I think it was the aha moment of it is getting harder to say that because the world sucks right now. I mean, it's just, and I'm arguing with people that I've never argued with before, even in some of my deep friendships, even, even in some of my church relationships, even in people that I know love the Lord. But I just feel like everything is crashing in. It's, and people are letting you down. And uh, on a, just like on a personal note that you won't, you know, put in your thing, but just between us, um, 
obviously, as we talked before, we, we all have seen people fall away from their faith in the last decade, and yeah. it just keeps, you know. But man, it's getting weirder. I like I have people from my church. I mean, these are people that that they were like teen mania people and and served God for two decades, leaders in the church, and within the last year and a half, literally the last year and a half, just went. They would say they hadn't gone apostate, but they deconstructed, became kind of progressive Christians, still believe in Jesus, but, they, you know, you know how all that goes. They see the word of God differently. Them and their kids left the church, and now they're like in like a throuple, <laughs> like, mm. like a, a marriage between three people. So they two chicks mm. and the dude, and they have their kids, and, and, and I read – on some Facebook posts, they're like, you know, this living in this kind of way really takes a unique kind of grace and forgiveness because you're dealing with jealous three people. Um, but we really just need to reach to God for grace every day. And I'm just like, what the frick is going on? That's so weird. Right, exactly. Because clearly, clearly they're not taking refuge in you know, the one true God. And, and really what's happened there. That's interesting. That's an interesting example because like you said, there's all these other public examples we know about. Right. And then sometimes they're kind of nebulous, like what it is they put their hope and trust in other than the Lord, because it's sort of like, it's just a narcissistic thing. Um, but I would say even that description, I think aligns with another version of narcissism this this whole um, basically identity revolving around sexual preferences um, and how that's mm-hmm. become such a such a dominant cultural um, you know uh, anti um, biblical <clears throat> version of morality because you know again I don't think you and I are about judging people's morality we're actually just more about having more of a biblical framework for what's right and wrong. And I would say, I would say your song and this record and your body of work has consistently adhered to this idea that there is light and dark. Um, You know, terrified the dark was one of my favorite conversations with you and kind of where can we choose to be, you know, uh, on those two sides of that equation. And then here, you know, I would say maybe we've come up with our own answer to this refuge question. I think people are choosing self-reliance and self-fulfillment over, you know, serving God with all their heart, mind, soul, mm-hmm. and strength. And so what I like about what you admit to in the song, in a psalmist kind of way, you know, you're sort of processing out loud like like David quite often does, you know, um, this combination of these questions that you have and ultimately knowing the answer is not going to come from you. It's only come from him. And I feel like you really hit that, you know, towards the end of the song where you say, uh, and even on my good days, how fast the world can crash here at the edge, I'm going to make it. Um, mm. I don't know where the setting, your promise, I can't believe it. I never thought I'd be the one to need this when the best that we can help for is for us is breaking even. So what I like about that is you're acknowledging he's your, your rest, your rock, your fortress, your shield, your strength, your defense, 
no one can ever take that away. No one's going to take me away from you. And yet you can still have questions uh, about your day-to-day uh, reality because you ultimately know who's going to win and you ultimately know where you're going to be. And therefore, you have to choose to take refuge in what's real versus these constantly shifting sands and changing circumstances we're seeing around us. So to me, that's the devotional thought I get from the song, but I'd of course love to hear your thoughts on that as a devotional takeaway of the song. Sure. No, I mean, I, I love all of that. It, was, it wasn't necessarily, I never thought about it deeply enough to be honest. I mean, I knew what I meant in the song, but I really love that. And, and I absolutely, of course, I agree with, with all of that. Um, and, and I, and I, I even like the idea. I don't remember how you said it, but you know, in the, but you mentioned the lyrics in the bridge of the song, it says, um, you're my fortress. I got to sing it. You're my, yeah, yeah. And you're my defense. Nothing can ever take me from, yeah, nothing can ever take me from you. So, Sorry, I had to. I haven't listened to it in a while, and I couldn't remember the, the words. Um, I mean, I think that it's very telling whether you're talking about uh, morality, as you said, identity. I mean, the 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 the, the, the truth is, it's in the church that's gone crazy. The whole world's gone crazy. Like even twenty years ago, even in the secular atheistic world, people wouldn't have said, "Yeah, my life is defined." by my sexual orientation. I mean, nobody would have said that. It's like, like the most important thing about me in the whole world is, is who I'm attracted to. That would have been cartoonish 20 years ago. So everything has just changed so drastically. And I guess what I'm saying is, is telling that a lot of these, uh, a lot of people that choose self over God, that they don't have mm-hmm. rest. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Cause it says, you're my fortress. They're like, they can't relate to that. They never enter into God's rest. Like that, that's like the, that's the feeling I get from it. Yeah, it's because they're not actually peaceful because they are at war in their hearts. And they, and they, they can't surrender that identity uh, to, to God. And that's why tons of, the, tons of people are going apostate. In the end, really, it, it just – they don't like God's ideas. <laughs> they believe – it's really weird. They believe in God. And they even believe to some degree that the Bible is real and maybe even to some degree that Jesus either literally died for us or figuratively, which, of course, is heresy, but you get it. Um, they, they believe like a lot of that kind of stuff, but they do not believe that, that what God says is right is right. They just don't believe that. They, they think that they're, they know better than God and they are running to self and they're just such, they have no peace. And, uh, and, and so singing lyrics about God being our fortress, God is, is our fortress. He protects us. All those things are great because we, as you said, we choose him. We choose his ways because we know his ways are going to be better than ours. And so, I don't know. I like that point. I think that's good. I'll just stop there. Yeah. And it, well, and it brings it all the way back to that. Um, verse I told you I love so much. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. I mean, that's basically the point is <laughs> if you can just acknowledge that that is, there are two choices. It, there's self. Um, it's basically God or not, right? I mean, it's pretty much yes. our two choices of who we can choose to serve. We could choose to serve God or we could choose to not serve God. And 
Yeah. You know, I don't know about you, but as I get older and I think this becomes the urgency you and I have been having now is I think this is now our 15th song discussion uh, over the years is we have more and more urgency because as we're getting older, we're seeing why this is so important um, for this to be what we're finding, what we're finding refuge in because we have seen how humans uh, are so flawed and are going to continue to let us down, including ourselves. And I think once you acknowledge that, you're much, much closer to a saving faith in the Lord because it's all really about saying, I can't save myself um, because I know I'm flawed. Um, which is the other reason I like that Proverbs passage of every word of God is flawless. You know, we can trust these promises. We can know that Psalm 91 promise is true. And especially these past yeah. two years during this pandemic, when we've seen things we did used to trust in, like um, Winter Jam, right? Um, you thought you could trust that Winter Jam was going to be every year. And, I'm, you know, I'm very grateful it's going to be back, naturally. Touring is going to be back, but it, it was taken away for a while. You know, so we can't yep. be putting our trust in earthly things. We need to be trusting in um, the supernatural, the spiritual, and in this case, the one living God. So um, I do have to go. Um, and of course, I want to keep this conversation going about some other songs from the record. Uh, and there's so many we can talk about, but this is already our second and the record hasn't even dropped yet. So we're on a good pace. So we'll make sure we uh, yeah. <laughs> talk again soon, um, possibly in person um, in the aforementioned upcoming Winter Jam Tour. Oh, yeah, I'd love it. Yeah, absolutely. Please do. Well, I, I sure appreciate doing all that work and putting so much great thought into it. I look forward to chatting with you again. Awesome. Well, thank you, John, as always. And again, I do look forward to our next conversation. And congrats on a great new record. I dare say it appears to be thus far my favorite skillet record. So I love it. Thank you. Woo! That's big words. You know I like it. Thank you, you brother. got it, great buddy. All right, well. Have a great one. Well, always a pleasure. Thanks, John. Take care. All right. You got it. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.